And we're back. And we back. And we're back. Yes, sir. Mac test one two one two. Microphone test one two one two. This is the other room podcast live and direct from BKK Thailand. And we're your host. My name is Joy, aka Authority. My name is Anthony. Uh, this is our episode forty three. So we have someone in the house. So Anthony have to introduce her. No, I, I guess we'll give her the pleasure of introducing herself, right? Mom. So we're bringing on someone else from one of our major demographic listeners. Oh, my God. Oh. From people from the East Africa, right? So, yeah. Our Tanzania connection. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you please introduce yourself? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? You know I'm going to say it. Well, uh, it's the Tanzanian princess. Oh, we got princess in the house. Then we have prince in the house as well. So Please don't ask me which kingdom I'm coming from. I think I'm the, I think I'm the king here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my name is Chuni from Tanzania. Is that all you got to say? What do you do? What do I do? Yeah, yeah. can you like add flavor to it? <laughs> well, there's no fun fact about me, so I just feel like there's nothing more to say than to just say that I'm tuning from Tanzania. And co-host of which podcast? You you started hosting a podcast, right? I didn't even, so tell us I about didn't even that. know about that shit. You just did not do that. <laughs> what? Yeah, just put the word out there, right? You have a podcast and I don't know about it. Yeah, she she they started a podcast. I think they recorded one episode or two. Oh, you sent me. Yeah, the maybe you sent me the purple couch podcast or whatnot. Purple couch. <laughs> I don't know something clearly, has to do with couch. You don't know what you're talking about because I don't know any purple couch podcast. I only know of the velvet couch. Exactly, oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, velvet couch podcast. Was, was so what's that though. about? <laughs> yeah, tell us about it. Before we go into other things. Well, it didn't happen, so there's nothing more to talk about. I mean, it was it was supposed to be more of, we were like four girls. Okay. Talking about life in general. Things that are happening in every day. Whatever. So yeah. why don't make that happen? Well, because uh, first we didn't have time. One of the girls went to work. Um, out of the city. Okay. And the other girl is super busy with work and the other one as well and me as well. So it was just uh it was just um it, it just couldn't happen because we were both just so busy. All well, of you are busy at the same time. So I guess condolences uh are right <laughs> at this point in the sense that I rest in peace to the Velvet Couch podcast. <laughs> Because basically, that's a dead podcast now, wow, by definition, yeah. right? Yes. Well, yes. I would like to introduce you to Anthony, a.k.a. The Knack. Because Neck. he's just being a knack right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, he's being a narcissist right now. Because on, everyone stop. everyone who, de- who knows me definitely knows that's not one of the things to qualify me or, or to describe who I am. They, so They don't really know you. <laughs> okay, tell them. You wish... I just told them he's a narcissist. Really? And he's proving himself. He's gonna prove himself tonight. Well, good luck with that. Well, he that just I don't started. know about. So yeah, let's let's get into other things, right? Because um, one of the things we've discovered with this podcast is that we have a moderate to huge 
East African listeners, right? Yes, yes, that is and right. And you're basically from East Africa, and I think a lot of the East African countries shares a lot of similarities in terms of culture, right? Am I right to say that? That there's a piece <laughs> of similarity <laughs> between Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, and these other countries. Would I be right to say that? I wouldn't say we share the same culture. Tanzania, I didn't say the same. Like, similar. Similar. Similar, maybe, yeah. Yeah, language, maybe food, border, food, and certain influences. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So now, something I'm... when I, where Usually when I meet a lot of Africans, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things I always want to talk to them about is Nollywood. How can you describe the Nollywood influence in, in Tanzania or East Africa? Well. Crazy, who started? <laughs> I feel like I'm being <laughs> Okay, um... I think that was like back in the days because I don't think people watch a lot of Nollywood these days, but he it has really put a great impact in the East African whatever society. And I would say that maybe a lot of Tanzanians, not even Tanzanians, a lot of East Africans. Um, okay, let me talk about Tanzania because I'm Tanzanian. But I would say, like I was talking the other day with my friends, yeah? You can if if you listen closely to or if you watch Tanzanian movies, yeah. It's like they're trying to be Nigerians. Why would they want to do that? I don't know. <clears throat> okay, this is one thing, yeah. I watched an advert, a Tanzanian advert of a lady trying to sound Nigerian. How? Does that make sense? Do we have uh, a certain way Nigerian sound? Yeah, you guys sound... You have a really strong... <laughs> Accent, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. If you hear Nigerian, you'd know this is a Nigerian. You won't have to ask. Well, I think it's the same thing with everybody from everywhere. It's yeah. Accent is it's a form not, of identity. It's, it's not when, the I, same. when I hear South African it is. speaking, it's I can tell. the same thing from everywhere. It's not the same. <laughs> it is. No, it is. Accent is an identity. Yeah, I can tell when you hear Africans an American speak... A Scottish and Irish, you'll be able to yeah. distinctively tell. So it's not a Nigerian thing. Or if I hear an East African speak, I know this person is from East African, East yeah, African country. Sure. Yeah. Which country? I'll be able to pinpoint if it's Uganda or Kenya, especially countries that I have conversated with people from. Okay, can you tell <clears throat> a person that's from Tanzania? Hell yeah. Yeah. But I cannot tell a person who's from Botswana because I've met a, I've never met a person from Botswana. Uh, okay. But if I've Spoken to a person from a certain country, I'll be able to at least pinpoint or locate where that accent comes from. So, accent is a form of identity. So, it's not something that is particular to Nigerians. But can you tell when South Africans are speaking, right? I can. You can, right? Because they also have a strong accent. Okay. Tanzanians, we don't have an accent. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. This is, this is this is going to this is going to be good. <laughs> okay. Like you can't like we all sound very different. 
Like everybody. Yeah, I sound different from my friends. I sound different from my mother. I sound different. It's it's different when you're talking to a French person or you're talking to an Italian or you're talking to an Indian. They have this strong accent that you you can just, you know, say it like, yo, you're Indian. Yo, you're what? No, nah, I don't think a lot of people will agree with you on this I theory you're throwing me. out there. It's different. It's different in Tanzania. Everybody has their own accent. So I you don't, don't sound the same as Alice. Do I sound the same as Alice? Yeah, I think so. Really? No. Yeah. Do I sound the same as Sandra? I don't. Pamela? No. But uh but But you do guys I sound the same? you guys sound the same. Me and Tony? <laughs> yeah, the accent is the same. Even Hunter? When you speak Yeah, especially when you speak no, the pigeon. With that, well, we speak pigeon, pigeon is the same that? language all across. And the thing even is, though, even while you're making this comparison, right? If an Igbo speaks, it's definitely different from how I speak. Yes. If an Hausa, Hausa from speaks. the north yeah, speaks, that's totally different. It's totally it's different totally from different. how I speak. But I would tell that you're like this person is Nigerian. I won't tell if it's Igbo or Yoruba because I'm not so familiar with the whatever. But I I would definitely tell that this is a Nigerian. But if five Tanzanians stand there and you're asked, okay, speak. And then you ask, okay, where is this from? You will get it. You'd actually be like, oh, wait a minute. Um, wait, uh, are you from? You start to wonder nah, where I don't... this person is from, actually. Because I've met people that ask me if I'm from Tanzania. Or where are you from, Tanzania? No. I've, I've had that almost every goddamn time. The last time I went to Penta, right, I was speaking to this girl. Um... <laughs> She used to date one of the MC before right? I was like talking to her. And I, I think, I guess she probably know I was Nigerian, but she didn't. She was like, where are you from? I was like, yes. And like America. I was like, no. But you speak like one. Did you speak? I was speaking with her. I was actually talking to her. Okay, probably she was drunk or she didn't speak. I wasn't. I, most the times boy, when the, I speak the with people. Was the it in a girl, club? Outside the club, like far, far outside. Most the times even was, w- when uh, I talk Cameroonian. with people, they can't tell if I'm Nigerian. I've heard people say, oh, you're from the US. I've heard people say, oh, you're Jamaican. When I'm drunk, that is how they call me Jamaican. So, so. <laughs> Do these people have ears? <clears throat> this theory that you're actually throwing out there, it's not something. Yeah, really, really when it. Americans speak, right? Within the US itself, yeah, there is Southern accent that when someone from Texas or Tennessee speaks, you know this is from the South. Yeah. When someone from the East Coast speaks, you know this person is from the East Coast. But no matter how you hear the American accent, you know this is an American accent. But you'll be able to actually narrow down to the influence, if it's Southern influence or Eastern influence. influence, But to say you can't tell if a person is Tanzanian, I don't know. But for me, I can tell. Maybe because I've met enough Tanzanians, at least over a dozen Tanzanians. Yeah. So, but I can't tell. Do we sound the same. Hell yeah. No, I disagree. I, well, but you know, you know, you know what's so you know what's so funny about this. The whole thing is like there's no way you can tell how you sound because you're so used to that. No, I disagree. Uh, like you, you used to everybody. I don't even know if I have an accent when I, if I go back to Nigeria. Yeah. But I can tell if Igbo man is speaking broken English. Yeah. I can tell if a Hausa man is speaking broken English. Yeah. You can tell within ourselves. I disagree, guys. I'm sorry. No, it, it's always it's okay. Good, yeah. You know, because I feel like the way you try to put accent in the first place is that you try to put accent in a negative light. And that's always something I've always contested that yeah. accent is not something that was meant to be negative. 
It's something that was meant to, to identify you. you. Yeah. I'm N- not putting it in the negative. No, that's how you started it, the whole conversation. Here but now, when again. I'm talking about Nollywood influence, right, is that when people meet me or when I meet people from other countries, when we talk about, oh, I'm Nigerian and whatnot, their idea of Nigeria is usually based off of Nollywood movies. They so much believe, oh, there's Juju, there's Ritual and all those things. Oh, yeah. Is there a lot of that influence in Tanzania or that people believe in all these things too? Based off of looking, watching Patience of Zokwa or some local, all these other artists, um, actors. There is. We actually believe um, <clears throat> if witchcraft does exist, then it's definitely born in Nigeria. <laughs> Why Nigeria? <laughs> Why not Ghana? Okay. Why not Cameroon? Why Nigeria? Yeah. He just said it. No Why? one would. Because Nollywood... Because ah, that's okay. what the movies portray. It's either <clears throat> someone is judging this one or this one is judging that one or um, rituals, men using women for what. It's, it's just too many things that make us believe that, okay, fine, Nigeria, this is what it is. Like how white men portray Africa. All they see is the poverty the slams and whatever. They, literally, if a white person comes to Africa and sees a Range Rover, they'll be like, wait, 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 wait. There's a Range Rover in Africa? Because that's not what they see on TV. That's not what they're shown. They're shown slaves. They're shown slums. They're shown poverty. They, 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 they can't even believe that someone can actually own a car in Africa. So that's what we believe too because that's what we've been shown. So Witchcraft. <laughs> witchcraft. <laughs> prostitution, no. all these kind of things. So that's what we believe is all there is in Nigeria. It's only now that you've grown and ov- obviously the social media and whatever, so you get to actually see actual civilized Nigerians out there. And you're like, okay, it's not actually just witchcraft and prostitution and all these kind of things that we see in the movies. But the thing is like, this is it. Okay, because that is being projected as what happens in the Nigerian society, right? As basically what happens in the villages. Does that mean that in Tanzania itself, even before Monollywood movies started to penetrate into the Tanzania society, are there not that kind of influence already being propagated by churches that, oh, there is one witchcraft or there's one old woman in your village that's jujuing you or that's... Sending attacks? Okay, I, w- I would say this. If Personally, I would speak from my experience. I've been watching Nollywood growing up. And <clears throat> I would say before watching Nollywood, I wouldn't actually know if those things actually exist. So what do you normally do when you go to church? Uh, pray. Pray about what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. I was I, I I was watching Nollywood when I was a when I was young. Okay. Okay. So these things you don't just um tell these things to to a little girl. She has to actually see to actually believe these things are happening. You know? And they always say that if you want to be a good example to a kid, you need to show and not speak. So if they say that in church, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. But if I'm looking at it, I'm seeing a 
an actual person turn into a uh, a chicken that I'm like, okay, <laughs> this, this has to be real, <laughs> but you can't just tell me that, you know what, actually a person can turn into, no, but I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, so this is actually it. So then the next day you go to church, you, play, uh, you pray harder. Yeah, the next day I go to church and I'm like, okay, so this is actually what you were talking about. But if I was if I had if I hadn't watched Nigerian movies, Nollywood, I wouldn't know these things actually exist. Because um <laughs> I wasn't raised in the village to begin with. And I didn't gr- grow up in my country to begin with. So okay. these things were like like foreign to you, right? I was just watching them in the movies. So yeah. Thanks to Nollywood though, I, I actually got to know these things actually exist. So are there no <laughs> traditional African beliefs in in tanzania a lot so but tell us what about they them believe? but you get to find out about them when you grow up not when like, i was a little kid. like what so and now, what what are the beliefs what are the superstitions and the rituals of those traditions well i i can't really go deep into it because i'm not really deep into that but i know for sure that there's witchcraft that is for sure and i know a certain um tribe that is believed that um if you marry into that tribe um you're bound to die oh, okay so is that <laughs> yeah, true you're bound to die i don't know because it's it, you know it's i don't know if it's true but it has happened and people talk about it or if you get pregnant to a certain um tribe don't ever try to abort the baby because the, the tribe does not do their whole abortion. So you might die together with the baby. Like it's you you will just try and abort the like try and abort the baby like ten times and the baby won't come out because the tribe does not believe in abortion. No abortion. Some yeah. of these things are true. Yeah. Yeah. And we've also heard that um <clears throat> people just um what can I say? Like the money rituals, like people trying to like uh, get rich through this. Oh yeah. Uh, through what? Through this. Uh... <laughs> yeah, speak up. Yo, I don't want to talk about my country like that. Because no, you know, talk, you, you, you know, talk this about Nigerians all the time. You know what yeah. I'm trying to bring out here is that I feel like you don't really want to speak about what's happening in your country because you don't want to cast your country in a bad light. When I talked about It's a the beautiful things, country, guys. Everybody when I knows. talked about <laughs> the things that Nollywood projects out there, I think a lot of African countries can relate. Yeah. Now, when I ask you to talk about the traditional African beliefs of things that happen in your country, you talked about witchcraft. So that means Nollywood is not even the beginning of witchcraft in Tanzania. It only propagates what's already happening in your country, that there's witchcraft, which is traditional African belief anyway. Yeah, that's normal. It's in Nigeria. You talk about rituals. It's something we're even going to talk about. It's what's happening in Nigeria. It's what Nollywood movie propagates. So basically, these things are happening in your country, and people can relate with it. It's just that the media out there don't put Put it out. Out, yeah. exactly. but the Nigerian media can put it oh, out, yeah. and people can relate. Like, oh, we have this too, you know. Like, if you also go into Ghana, the it's the thing. same thing. Oh, yeah. If you go into Cameroon, same it's the thing. same thing. So I don't know why you feel some type of way about speaking about these it's okay. things. It's okay. I don't feel when... so... No, okay. 
<clears throat> yeah, because I, I feel like you're trying to be like, oh, it's Nollywood that's changing the psyche of the people. No, 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 when no. When no, it's no. already ingrained wrong. in the no. traditional belief. Don't get me wrong. You just said it that you guys decided to go overboard and just put it out there that yo, this is what is happening, and we just didn't. That's the only difference. But hey, witchcrafts, rituals, whatever, they, it's, it's happening. It's not even only in Africa. Even in Europe, America, whatever, these things are there. Yeah, because yeah. some of these African traditional African beliefs, there are people in Mexico, in Brazil, in the Caribbeans that are worshiping uh, Oshun. Yeah, and these other Ifa, African gods, yeah, up, Ifa, up and these now, other traditional now. African gods. So that's their own form of belief. And you talked about a certain tribe where you cannot abort their babies, right? Mm-hmm. Like for Nigeria now, <clears throat> if you look at Nigeria as a whole, the Yoruba tribe has more twins yeah. than every other tribe. Right. So if you marry a, a Yoruba, there's a probability that, there's a higher probability that you, you will have a twins. You understand? So this, I kind of understand, maybe it's down to genetics Is or some other thing. Is that a thing or it's a... <laughs> that's just, no, that's it's just how it is. No, yeah. It's a Yoruba thing. Yeah. Norm, the numbers are out there to prove it, that Yoruba has more twins than every other tribe in okay, the world. Okay, because I know that for you to actually have twins, it has to be generic. Like there has to be twins in your yeah, in your genetics. Family, yeah. yeah, yeah, that happens too. But uh, in Yoruba culture, before actually twins, if you give birth to it, twins is actually an abomination. Yeah, they get killed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's in Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the days, like in the eighties, in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. What the, tribe? Uh, Yoruba. Your Yorubas. Wow. Yeah. All tribes. Are forbid all twins are forbidden. They are seen as like um abomination child. Yeah, so like, you have no, to be a killed. Bad luck or kind of. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so those are definitely things that the traditional African belief actually brought up also that okay, these kids should not be part of the society. And then you also talked about money rituals, right? And the reason why this is even one of the things we want to talk about is that there is is there's a high level of money rituals going on in Nigeria right wow, now. Wow, way too much. Especially way, way way among the, the young youth. kids. Yeah, the youth. The youth. Right. Because, because everybody wants to make it, right? Everybody yeah. wants to be rich. And nobody wants to do the work. And you talked about rituals, money rituals in your country. So how's it done? Like, just give us a brief overview. And we're going to talk about the Nigerian one. And Everyone who have seen the Nollywood movie would know how the Nigerian ritual is actually done anyway. So, what's the money ritual <laughs> thing like in Tanzania? I don't know. I've never done it. Before. But you've heard uh, <laughs> stories about it. Yeah, there's the whole red, uh, you bring a red chicken and we slaughter it. So the whole Red chicken. <clears throat> yeah, or... You have to sacrifice maybe the closest member of your family, say your mother, or because I know. Okay, in my village, in my dad's village, actually, um, there's this family that the guy had like three wives and nine children. So he was supposed to sacrifice his wives. So he started with the first wife, died, second wife died and he was like the richest guy in the village 
third wife died. And then now the wives are gone. So he was asked to start sacrificing his children. Okay. So first child died. Second child died. The minute he was like, you know what? The point it got to where he had to sacrifice his favorite child. And he's like, no, I can't do it. But while all this was going on, when people starting to like chatter around about this, that, oh, something is wrong somewhere. Because when the first wife died, second died, maybe third died, then kids started to die. When people starting to become suspicious of his wealth. Yeah. Like everybody knew about it. Because trust me, if, um, see, <clears throat> I have a very close friend of mine. Yeah. Um, She's an orphan because her mom and dad passed. But in her family, somebody has to pass every year. Every December, somebody has to die. So if it's December and she doesn't get a call by the 31st of December that there's somebody who's died, and she'll be like, yo, nobody died? Wow, okay. Yeah, she'll be like, yo, you mean to tell me nobody died this year? So it's that serious, you know? So they're families like that. And they're also families where every child dies of cancer. But does that have to do with uh, some setting belief or just about yes. genetics and health yes, issues? Yeah, sometimes it's about the beliefs that every child has to die. But of why cancer. are they all dying of cancer? Because that definitely means it's in their DNA. It's not a matter of superstition or anything. Listen, there is this thing, yeah, I was told. Um, In order for it to make it look normal, these people try to infuse a certain disease on you. So that when you die, people would just think, oh, he died of of cancer. cancer. You know? I do believe in a lot of African beliefs <laughs> and these things. Yeah, but, like he died of cancer. But I don't believe in these setting ones that I, you can you. inflict someone with cancer. Yes, you can. Cancer, as much as I believe in a lot of these things, like spiritual cancer, attacks and these things. Cancer, AIDS. No. Oh my God. How can you inflict someone with AIDS? I'm learning. <laughs> you no. can. No, how? Oh my God. If they ain't fucking trash bitches, how are they going to get AIDS? No. <laughs> you clearly don't know these things, right? I do. You asked me to tell you about them. I'm telling wow, you about this them. Is, here this you kind are. of weird, though. Then you guys like have... You know it all. So why were you I'm not, why you were you not spe- spilling these things earlier? I am spilling. We have time, right? It's not like we, we have plenty of time. <laughs> okay, tell me and about it. And you don't it. get to decide when I spill it or not. So please. Wow. Yeah, I'm that is, that, right now. now, I don't want to go to Tanzania. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well... It's a, it's still a beautiful country. I'm just saying, it's just a hearsay. But, but yeah, true. these people, these uh, victims of these attacks, what religion do they believe to, uh, belong to? Are they Christians, Muslim, or they're just traditionalists? Christians, Muslims. But then, for the traditionalists, right? Those who believe in the traditional beliefs and the rituals, do they are they immune from these attacks, or they too can suffer these attacks? Yeah, those who believe in the tradition and they worship the gods, the local gods. They're not immune to anything. These people can kill themselves. I mean... (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I mean, if it's your time, it's your time. 
like I went to church the other day and um there is this um guy that his family every male child has to die every male child has to die he's the only male child that literally survived so how did he survive went well, to church god's plan what delivered god's right? plan i guess and that's why um when he came to church the pastor saw that and he was prayed for blah 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 but literally he was going to die too but every male child in his family has to pass even if they're like born today if it's a male child it'll die i feel like church business will thrive a lot in tanzania it's really thriving right now are there nigerian churches there <laughs> of course tell me about it oh my god they must be making lots of money tell me about it you guys are everywhere tell me about you it you guys are everywhere yeah, with the chinese of uh, of africa though so. oh, yes oh my god the nigerian churches in tanzania you guys are they must everywhere. be talking a lot about witches and wizard and spiritual attacks well because that's how you get people to come like you sell the no, fear I, factor I yeah. don't, yeah. I feel like um, in my country, how to get people is to tell them what they need to hear. Which is same as Nigeria. Which is that what someone is. Which is you're broke. You're gonna get money. You're past thirty, and you want to get married. You're gonna get a husband. You know, you're sick. You're gonna get healed. healed yeah. They're not trying to scare you. They're trying to make you believe that you know what. If you come here. Everything is going to be okay. Yeah, the solution to your problems. Yeah, so you're going to have money. You're going to get married. Like, every girl needs to hear that they're going to find the one. And they're going to get married. And they're going to have a family and live happily ever after. So that's what they target. Like, that's what they're going to tell you, basically. Because that's what they need you to hear. They don't want to scare you away. But they want to pull you in by telling you what you need to hear. And most people need to hear... Good things, good news. Like, yo, you're going to get the job. You're going to get the business work going. You, you're going to get money. You're going to get rich. So it's more husband. like uh, uh, prosperity preaching. Yeah, yes. prosperity gospel. Yes, yeah. yes. And, if, uh, and people basically go there for, for miracles and prophecies. Yeah, so most of the times if the prophets is not there, then people won't go to church. It's, it's crazy. I think it's the same thing yes, in Nigeria. Like, Everyone in our church blue. too. <laughs> if the senior yeah. prophet is not there, nobody wants to go. They just exactly. blueprint of Nigerian religion. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's actually fun to listen to. You know, I've been to one church and I was like, hey, I'm going to be coming here every day. Just because you just want to hear people's issues, you know. Just, <laughs> you want the oh, prophet. give it yeah. to Yeah, when the prophet is saying, you, stand up. Uh-huh. Um... Uh, you met this one guy at this one time, and this he was very, and you're like, hey, this is interesting. That's keep talking, keep talking, you know? I have a friend who was sold by just the prophet telling her her birth date and when she was born and how many they are in the family. She's like, oh, wait a minute. He how knows, do you know? How do you know all this? He must be conversating with the higher powers. Yeah. Damn. But what people don't actually know is that even the devil can actually tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so... It's like we're going back to church right now. <laughs> exactly. So unless you're really in the spirit, you can never know how to differentiate these things. Are you in the spirit, though? I oh, just, I'm just taking you guys to church right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> taking niggas to church. <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> 
That sounds good. So tell us, how is it like to be in the spirit out there, like the Nigerian churches, the Tanzanian churches? Because I know being in the spirit is like one of the top selling attributes of churches in Africa, like literally catching the Holy Ghost, you know? Yeah. Well, I feel like being in the spirit, first of all, it needs to start with acknowledging who you are and who you believe in, which is God, Jesus Christ. And also you cannot be in the spirit if you do not read the word of God. Hmm. Preach, sister, wow. preach. So now preach you, have, you have if to... If you re- don't read the Bible... Oh, wow. You're not in the spirit. You just okay. the Holy that Ghost. That is literally the manual for your entire <laughs> life down here. So, And you cannot have the Holy Spirit if you don't read the Bible because so that's, that's where an, he is. That's an entrance test. That's where you find him, in the Bible, in the Word of God. So if you don't have the Word of God in you, you cannot fight the devil because so even you te- Jesus... Fought the devil with the word. So you're telling me there's no way you can be spiritual without reading the Bible, right? Of course, because even Jesus fought the devil with the word. When the devil was trying to tempt him in the mountains, he told him, man should not leave by bread the fruit alone. alone. Okay. And that was from the word. So the devil needs to hear the word, you know? So now if you don't know the word of God, there's <laughs> no way you can fight You cannot fight, fight him. You cannot oh. fight him because you cannot know how to fight him. You cannot know what the so word that is. So that is like more of like rap battles. Exactly. You <laughs> so <cannot> you <laughs> Basically, exactly. Like you not you cannot go do an exam. You cannot know. You cannot go do an exam if you're not studied. Preach on, sister. Preach on. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't know how to answer those questions. Okay, well, he's coming to well, you with. We have uh, oral tests though. So huh? there's. I don't know, man. <laughs> Just kind of funny to me. <laughs> no, honestly, trust me. If you're not in the word, I, I feel like you, you you're so, not in the spirit. Let's let's talk about something else. This is not a religious podcast, and I don't really think we're <laughs> religious people to that extent. So, what do you think? As a Tanzanian, right? To, God, what is it with the Tanzanian? What do you think is the stereotype people out there have about Tanzanians? Because I know one for sure that I know niggas in Nigeria have about you guys uh, and why they want to go to your country. Oh, yeah. I know one for sure. But what do you think people outside think about you guys? Well, it's a very sad fact that people actually think that we're um, lazy. No. No. I never heard that. I never heard that. No. Well, I'm telling you now. People think that we're lazy. We're slow. No, you're and trying and to take the high road here. You no. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking no, about. Can we talk about the ladies first? But the good thing is, if you've been to Tanzania, you would know that we are the most polite, friendly people. You are the most blessed bum bums ever. <laughs> You guys got the most blessed <laughs> and bum now, bums in town. What the fuck are you talking about, lazy and shit? <laughs> Nigerians want to go to Tanzania to check out those booties, man. Well, not every Tanzanian has a booty. Tell me but about it. How do you mean? Like four out of ten, or probably like six out of, out of ten. Eight, Eight out of ten. <laughs> no, we have skinny girls as well in Tanzania. But skinny girls, they have skinny no, with the ass. Skinny girls with no ass. How does it feel like for those girls to live in that kind of society? Well, I will tell you that you can meet. Every kind of girl in Tanzania. It's one country where we're so... 
everybody's different from everybody. It's unlike Kenya. When you go to when you see a Kenyan girl, you tell this is a Kenyan girl. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If you see a Rwandese girl, you'll tell this is a or Rwandese girl. Or an Ethiopian. Girl. If you see an Ethiopian, if you see a Ugandan, if you see a South African, you can tell. But you can never tell that this is a Tanzanian because we all look different. Come on, we have like over 40 regions. We have... Like, How big is a country that you have in 40 regions? We have Excuse like me. 100 and something tribes. And no, that's well, very no, small no, to, Nigeria. to Nigeria. to Nigeria though. I know, but you guys at least look the same. When I when you see an Nigerian, no, you know I look different from a Hausa man. Listen, I look different from an see, from an Igbo when man. When you see a Nigerian girl, you will know definitely this is a Nigerian. Girl. No, no lie. I can't even tell her. Oh wow! I've seen a Nigerian girl. I don't even know she was okay. Nigerian. I can tell the Nigerian girl. Wow! How do you tell? They have certain features that tell that this is a Nigerian girl. Like one thing, I even told my friend. Um, I think your girls uh a little big boned. Uh, okay. Yeah. Am I lying? More muscular? I don't know. Am I, I don't like I don't even look Nigerian get twice. <laughs> They're big, <laughs> big legs, big whatever. Like the big boned. It's different from us. Like if you see a Nigerian girl and their features, their facial if features. Think, if you think Nigerian girls are big bones, what happens to Cameroon girls? Okay. Yeah. Their facial features also tell. Okay. Yeah. And Tanzanian girls are a bit different. And maybe because we have the mainland and the coastal, maybe. I've met Tanzanians. These things you talk about you've are not, not people. You've met Tanzanians. You've never been to Tanzania. Okay. That's you've different. met Nigerians, but you've never been, been to, to Nigeria. Nigeria. Exactly, so how are you generalize? I see lots of them. I see lots of Tanzania on social media, too. Well, and you see a lot of Nigerians on social media. And when we talk about Nigerian women, there are not a lot of Nigerian women in Thailand. No. Okay. This no. is okay. I can't even count 10 Nigerian girls no. in Thailand. No. Not I so cannot. Much. Okay. Not so much. This right. is what I'll tell you. I have in in just my circle of friends, right? I have a friend that looks Ethiopian. I have a friend that looks Somali. I have a friend that looks I don't know what the hell she looks like. I have a friend that looks like we all look different, you know? These Light skin, dark skin, mix, whatever. Like, we all look different. But then, I, I understand that there are a lot of influences in yeah, Tanzania. In Tanzania right? yeah. Like, outside influences. Like, Everybody looks Indians different. coming into Tanzania and all of these other influences. Lebanese and whatnot. Compared to Nigeria, maybe until maybe 15, 20 years ago, there weren't that much other influences. Like, now that we have Indians and Lebanese coming into Nigeria and having kids. Because it's more like Nigerians, okay, we can say like we share the same features compared to like Tanzanians where, like you said, there are Tanzanians that I believe definitely looks maybe Ethiopian, Somali, or Indian in a way. And that's because of the different influences and cultures that came into your country very early compared to like Nigeria. But yeah, so what I'm saying is that one of the stereotypes out there is that you guys have big bomb bomb. <laughs> and guys want to go explore, man. They want to go pack that shit. We have the Kim Kardashians. <laughs> OG, though. We have the Kim Kardashians. Okay, this is what I would say. And I always say this. Tanzania has one... I mean, it has very beautiful girls. That's subjective. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. That's definitely for subjective. Yeah, but I still think that uh, Tanzanian girls are beautiful, girl. though. So. I don't they think are so. Beautiful. I, think, I, think, I don't think, I think so. so. Yeah. 
think because so. You've to, never, to be you've quite ne- honest, you've never Anna? been to Tanzania. It's think, not about being yeah, to I Tanzania. Think that, I think Tanzania Come Ethiopians on. are beautiful. I think Ethiopians for sure. But Tanzanians, I don't feel that way, to be Why? quite honest. Why? I just don't feel that Have way. Have you been to the country? It's not about being to the country. If we uh, you know what's so funny, judging, you know what's so funny. I haven't judging even seen, countries. probably I've seen Tanzania like, like 10, uh, 10 or 5 Tanzanians. It's like, <laughs> I don't it's like so a nigga with no passport telling you, baby, you're the most beautiful girl in the world. Nigga, have you even seen the world? If you are trying to now base your opinion based off of borders that you've been to, you can't talk a lot about other people. Yeah. Because you will only be able to talk about places you've been to. You've been to, yeah. But then, when we talk about influences, I met people from over 100 countries in in Thailand. We have social media. We use so many social media to be able to know people from other countries, know their features and all of that. And like you said, beauty or whatnot is relative and subjective. So that's my opinion. So it's not about until I go to Tanzania before I can say, oh, Tanzanians are beautiful or not. No. You can't base an argument off of that. But you've never been there, so you can never tell. You've never been to Nigeria, but you're judging Nigerian girls. They are bony, they are this, they are that. I'm not so ha- no, 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 let's I use the same think, standard. No, I actually think Nigerian girls are pretty. We're not talking about pretty. We're talking about a future you talked about Nigerian girls. And now, how many Nigerian girls have you met? Have you been to Nigeria? Let's use the same standard that's the you, common, you brought. That's the common feature they share. It's not like they're all like that. How many have you seen? A lot. Where? Everywhere. Where? Where's everywhere? You can barely name you're 10 talk- Nigerian girls in you're Thailand. T- you're talking about a country of 180 million. Over, like, almost oh, over 200 over, million oh, people. Over 100 million are girls. I see them in my country as well. Nigerian girls going to Tanzania to do what? Yes, why not? Oh, that is rare. That's I, rare. You can talk about guys. Yeah. No, no, no. The Nigerian girls. Really? So, but yes. now let's use the same standard you're using. You've never been to Nigeria. So how how do you know so much about Nigerian the girls? Nigerian girls in Tanzania. You see how we're going with that logic? <laughs> yeah. They are Nigerian girls. They are Tanzanian girls in Thailand. Listen, this is what I'll say. Yeah? I've never been to Nigeria, so I can't speak much about Nigerian girls. I but you already did. And you already said your opinions said, about and them. And I've not said that Nigeria does not have beautiful girls. That I've not said because I've not seen them all. But what I can say that from the ones that I've seen, Nigeria has beautiful girls. But my friend here does not think that Tanzania has beautiful girls. And he has never even been to Tanzania. That doesn't matter. It's a matter of opinion. Even if I've been to Tanzania, my opinion might not change. Yeah. So what do you say to that? Oh, wow. It will. But anyways, as, as no. the Tanzania girls are beautiful. <laughs> and and one will. thing you don't know is that I don't fancy big bum bum. So it if will. you think that is going to change my opinion, especially when I see guys... Pushing the narrative about big ass old no, Tanzania. I'm not, I'm not a big ass I'm not ass about guy. that life. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Not, that's not. that's not something like, no. It's not even about the big ass. As I said, we also have the skinny girls with no I mean, like I've, I've never been to Ethiopia except when I'm flying through. Yeah, me too. But I believe Ethiopian yeah, girls, oh hot, my yeah. God. And I'm telling and you, going to Ethiopia it's not itself, about the booty. It's, it's not going to change. It's even going to like open my <laughs> eyes to more beauties. I'll be like, wow, this is a world on its own. So it's not a matter of being to the country or not. Well, anyway, so it's kind of one-one. He's against Tanzania girls. Um, no, no, no. It's not, it's I mean, not like, a matter they're of not keeping scores. But no. they're beautiful to me. It's not though, a matter so. of keeping scores. It's just I a mean, matter like, of opinion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like in Africa, we have Ethiopia, we have Tanzania, a little bit of South African. And just like yeah. I think it, South African girls are not beautiful. They have ass too. They have ass too. <laughs> and that's my opinion. 
you know, because I've seen a lot of them on media. I've met a couple, but I just yeah, don't some feel of like they are really hot. I just I don't what, think but, they're beautiful. But you know what's so funny, right? Uh, this month I've met almost like eight South African girls, but all white. Yeah, in Thailand. A lot, a lot of South Africans in Thailand are white, especially the, the South African girls. So uh, one white. of my friends, like I, I personally don't count them as South Africans. Yeah, one of my friends was trying to uh to talk to one of them. Uh, there's so meth in a club. Uh, my friend was like trying to talk to them, and and he came back. I was like, "Yo, those South African girls are racist." I, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. You see, I don't talk to them. We just introduce where you are from, Nigeria. Where you are from, South Africa? Oh. So I bounce. Yeah, so that's I don't, like that is not yeah. my thing. Yo, if I want to go with white girls, nah, not the one from Africa. So yeah, I'll find, find my way somewhere else. So let's keep going. We still have a few hours, few minutes. So yeah, let's talk about something, right? Which I think it's very subtle in African con- um, culture that we don't really like to like. There, there are certain biases that we don't like to really talk about, but it exists in the society, which is light skin and dark skin Africans oh, and how man. we portray them in the society and how that has somehow affected how people see definition of beauty. And why am I talking about this? Black China is in Nigeria promoting bleaching, bleaching cream. cream. Wow. So what do wow. you think? And we know the major or predominant patronizers of bleaching cream are females. Yeah. So as, a, as an African woman, what do you think about this? <clears throat> First, I would say it has everything to do with low self-esteem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're hitting it. You just hear that. (laughs) Low self-esteem, but I feel like there's certain... Okay, the different types of bleaching. There is completely going from dark skin to light. To extreme white. extreme white. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I would tell you that almost every woman that actually loves herself or loves to look good or whatever, even the celebrities that you know, the Beyonce's and whatever, they have the bleaching cream. It's just not the one that would make them extremely go from what they're what they are and what they're not. You get it? Like they're not trying to change themselves, but they're just trying to they're trying to modify their mm-hmm. their skin and look more appealing. Like the whitening night creams or whatever. But there's also the bleaching cream that somebody just feels like, you know what? I'm not beautiful if I'm dark skin. I need to be light skin for me to actually appear beautiful. And I feel like one of them is self-esteem, but another one is has a lot to do with um, African men of nowadays, I would say. A lot of African men that I've spoken to, um, a lot of them feel like, Light-skinned women are more beautiful than dark-skinned women. Wow. Yes. And they will tell you. And I watched, um, I I saw a post by Gabrielle Union saying that she has a problem with um, her son because every time they speak about, okay, she asked her son if she's seen any beautiful girl in school that he likes and whatever. And he'll be like, yeah. I like the light-skinned girls. And she's like, wait, what? You don't like the dark-skinned? No, I don't think dark-skinned girls are beautiful. And this is a teenage boy thinking 
that dark-skinned girls are not beautiful. Like you have to be white. You have to be light. You have to have the curly hair. And oh, yo, I love the curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have to be light-skinned with curly hair for you to actually appear beautiful. And this dark-skinned women, they get that. They see that and they feel that. And if you're not, if you if you don't come from a family that has taught you from the get go that you're beautiful no matter what, you know, if you come from ignorant parents that don't tell you these things, that nobody should tell you whatever you're beautiful, either you're black or white, then you tend to have this low self esteem, and you think you're not good enough. You think you're not beautiful. I I don't think I've seen a more beautiful girl in this world. Than Justin Sky, and she's very dark. Well, uh, you guys you, know you, Justin Sky, right? I uh, know. She's very dark. She's she's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen, and I feel like in Africa, uh, I spoke to this guy, and he was like, "In order for you to to be in that level where." Uh, you can get any guy, like you can get the billionaires, the what, what, what. You need to be light-skinned with a big booty. Wow. Does it make sense? So that's why the, I won't mention the names, but a lot of those females that are in that world appear to be light-skinned and big booties. So now they're trying to bleach their skin so that guys would think they're beautiful. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, so I, I feel like the guys have a bigger role to play in this whole bleaching thing for making girls believe that for them to actually appear more beautiful, they have to be light-skinned. So now if I started saying, like, I love my girl bowed, so we girls started stop using extensions? No. They should. Okay, this is what I'm saying. If you meet a girl with a low self-esteem, then it's she, she's going to do exactly what you think it's beautiful. And not understand that she's beautiful anyway. First of all, if if I don't like her, mm-hmm. first I will never meet her. So if I when I meet you, I don't want you to change anything. That's just who I am. I wouldn't I wouldn't date you because you you uh, dark skin. I want you to be light skin for me. No, if I want a light skin, I will go for white uh, light skin. So when I meet you and we date, that means I don't want you to change nothing. Exactly. Nothing. <clears throat> so back to what I was saying. Like, there are girls out there dying of depression because depression, which comes from low self-esteem. They cry themselves to sleep thinking they're not beautiful. They go on social media and see all these light-skinned girls getting all the attention and they think, you know what? An ugly niggas still living. The thing is this. You know, one of the problems, when you talk about uh, skin bleaching and all of these things, I definitely believe that one of the major problems is social conditioning. How the society has conditioned beauty and how the narrative shifts to, okay, light skin are more beautiful. But I'm a very logical person that I follow logic in everything. So where I have a problem with this is how the blame is being shifted on men. Yeah. yeah because, <laughs> because basically that's what you're doing subconsciously that, oh, because men prefer light skin, so women have to adapt to so become light skin. Yeah. And one thing you have to know is that when it comes down to self-esteem, you can't blame someone else for not having self-esteem. That means you don't even think yourself as being worthy because that's basically what self-esteem comes about. So if you don't think you're worthy, 
how would the next person see you Thank as you worthy? Yeah. I think it shifts blame from women to men. They are all because men prefers light skinned women. I so I, I have to be light skinned. Like in Nigeria, there's a lot of nigger stipulation. Yeah. A lot. A lot too. Yeah. At least now okay, I understand that more women bleach because Navdak in Nigeria claims that 77% of Nigerian women bleach. Oh wow. That's that a whole huge. huge number. But then you can't really trust Navdak to that yeah. extent. I don't trust any data that comes from Nigeria. But shifting blame on men is something I don't agree with, sister. Because when you talk to women, they'll tell you, I don't make my nails because of men. I don't fix my hair because of men. So why, why are you, you bleaching your skin because of men? Because of male preference. It doesn't follow logic. That's like, where like I have me, a problem. I don't, I, don't, I don't have preferences, right? I, like, if I like I you, have it, preference. I do. I'm open about it. Everybody I mean, has... Like when, when Everybody it, has a when, preference, when it, comes bro. To, when it comes to color. It's not about color. It's about... Like, I, I don't think... I'd like, if you're beautiful, you're beautiful. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, purple, or Well, gray. that's that's your own choice. But my preference is... Take I, it or leave it. There are preferences. There, no you don't way, like ladies with booties. Yeah, like not... Like big there are ass, people like, who like as, ladies as, with booties. Ones, like, I don't so like that. So we, we are free to choose. We're but allowed to choose. Thing, like, like, I, like, if I, I don't... I've been saying this. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to date, like, marry Nigerians, right? And if I have to marry a Nigerian girl, that means she's going bad. Like, you don't, like, I don't want to pay for extensions. For extensions, hairs, human the hair, hair, the, the hair, Peruvian will, hair. The hair, I will not be able to grab the hold when we're doing it. I don't pay for that <laughs> shit. I think we talked about this shit yeah. before. If I don't, can't hold it, I'm not paying for that. So I'm not, there's no way I can marry Just, Nigerian Just hair. to piggyback to the conversation, I think what Chuni is saying is definitely right. Like the social conditioning of how light skin has been construed, has been constructed as the right skin type, how women feel self-loath, like they loathing themselves as not being as beautiful and all of this. But shifting the blame on men is what I have problems with. Because even within Nigeria itself, women body shame each other based on skin type. Yeah. You hear like in Nigeria, they will say, Atutu Poyoyo. Yeah. Black, like, you know? So these things, women themselves do these things. So why are you putting the blame on men? Because, oh, men prefer light-skinned women, so women have to bleach. Why do you have to do something to please men? I thought we were talking about feminist or girl power. <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. So why do you have to do it for us? No, no, no. Because at the end of the day, you now we're become your guilt tripping men. You don't I love light skinned women. I don't give a fuck about that. That's my preference. I love my girl with I love hair. Like, I love like I don't hair. like white girls, white, white girls. <laughs> like, like like okay, brown, white. <laughs> brown, light skin, you know? So why are you trying to guilt trip me because that of my preference? That girls are bleaching because of me. I don't give a fuck if you bleach. That's not of my preference. I can't even date a girl that is bleaching. There's Listen, no way I can date it. Guys, you. you don't get it. Okay, it's not about what you guys prefer. It's more about the girl. And that's oh, what why. to get things. But you prefer. said men like light skin, so women have to do men it. Men portray that. They they say that. They talk about that. Like yo, you never really talk about that or they act like that. They do because okay, most of African get things I've like. I've seen a text from a guy. Like this. Hey, yo, what's up? I'm going to meet some girls. Are they light-skinned? That's his preference. His preference. His preference. But what I'm saying is, if you have low self-esteem, again, low self-esteem, those words will keep playing in your head, thinking that you're not good enough. I just think it's a failure of taking responsibility. I've 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 seen a lot of girls who doesn't like black guys. 
That's inferior. And that won't exactly. that won't make exactly. me blame shit out of my skin. That's like if like, so you don't have to blame other people or a different gender for choices you're making. Listen, Make your choice and stick with it. Exactly. One I'm thing I wanted saying. to say here is when I started to work out, it wasn't because people were saying I'm fat. Yeah, because I said that. Because, though. okay, yeah, you, you kept on echoing that. But I remember one time. You can blame me for that. I remember one time when I got back from Nigeria 2013 uh, and we played soccer at Arena 10. Oh, yeah. Within 10 minutes, it felt like I was going to die. That moment was the Eureka moment where I felt like I needed to make a change when it comes to my fitness. So it's a matter of choice. It's not about, oh, because ladies prefer C-Spark or prefer muscled men. Nah, you no. have to make a choice because, well, of your, because of your own conditioning and things that you prefer. Not because somebody else thinks that's it. Good for you. That's how you operate. But I will tell you, a hundred of women dying of depression is because they feel like they're not good enough. And it's not like, it's not for that. It's not to blame them, but it's just to like feel sorry for them because not everybody has this high self-esteem that to believe that, you know what, I'm good enough. No matter what you think, I got it. Da, da, da. A lot of us just cry ourselves to sleep at night and go like, oh, maybe she's better than me. Maybe I didn't wow. do this. Maybe I did. A lot of girls go through that. And you guys will never understand. That's why I'm saying Why do that. we need to understand? That's why I'm saying that. A lot of what you guys think affect what girls think. I'm not saying I'm one of them. I don't care. If I have to put my wig on, I'll put my wig on. If I have to look like this, I'll have to look like this. I had a guy telling me, oh, if I date you, I don't want you to wear short, short stuff. I'm like, hey, this is how I dress. I'm going to wear crop tops even when I'm 50. Take it or leave it. I don't care. This is me. This is my life. You found me like this. This is how it's going to be. You know, I don't exactly. care. And I feel like there's someone out there that's meant for you. Either you're black, you're light skin. There's someone out there that likes a very fat girl with oh, three yeah. stomachs, that's your with three right. tummies, that's and right. you know, big boobs and whatever. There's guys out there that like yeah. that. That like yeah. flesh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if guys... Nigerian girls, men love them fleshy, if, bro. If girls... Tiger once asked me, why does Nigerian guys love fat ass? They love it girls. fleshy. I was like, I was like, I don't know, but I love my chicken. Exactly. I love my chicken skinny. Exactly. I don't lately, care about flesh. My question lately has been, wait a minute, Nigerian guys love skinny girls? That's, that has been my question. We do too. No, no, no. I saw this couple. Honestly, I saw this couple on, on, on Snapchat. A guy, a Nigerian guy posted this couple on Snapchat. And the girl is super skinny and short. And the guy is like super skinny. And like, wait a minute. Are they like, this is literally what I asked him. Are these the guys Nigerians? Nigerians? And they're married. Because I, I can't understand. And even asked myself, okay, wait, wait a minute. Nigerian guys now love Skinny women, because I've no, never in my life, no, I've never in my life met a Nigerian guy that likes skinny women. So that that's new to me. That's a question. I because never you've ask. never been to Nigeria, exactly, and you've never been to Tanzania. So back yeah. to my point. So that's a logic. So <laughs> so you can't speak on that. Back like, to my point. Back to my point. I think that there's a difference between having low self esteem and actually loving yourself too much to actually want to just look beautiful you know so yeah. it's different i agree with a lot of things you said but what i disagree with and which point i'm hammering home is that oh because men prefer light-skinned women so women try to bleach or do this no I've you heard... can't blame someone for choices you make and i do understand there's a trend we've both talked about on this on this podcast about nba guys 
moving towards light-skinned women. Yeah, a lot yeah, of NBA yeah, stars yeah, yeah, are dating yeah, yeah. light-skinned women. Yeah. And just like Dwayne Wade's son that you're talking about, that he prefers, he's a teenager, bro. Yeah, he prefers light he, skin. That's what he says. So I how are you like, going to like blame him age, for yeah. his choice? That's his choice. And there's another... So um, you can't say because a, a black girl somewhere in the hood is trying to bleach because of Zaire Wade, then you got to blame Zaire for it. Hell no. Another, there's another uh, celebrity woman. Is it Sodrier or something? She was uh, the daughter. The daughter is a teenager and she's dark. She was crying, saying, Mom, I'm not good enough. I'm not beautiful. You know, school guys don't even look at me. They don't even notice me because but, I'm dark skinned. That's her problem. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, right? Okay, let me tell you this. When I see African girls, right? Or Nigerian, like, let, let me use Nigeria as a typical example. Blation, mm-hmm. right? One is not because of the guys. Mm-hmm. You know why? Like in, in America, we have, they are so diverse. You have the, the, the white, you have the black, you have mm-hmm. the brown, you have the, yeah, the, the Puerto Ricans, yeah. you have the mix, you have everything. So many choices, right? Mm-hmm. And you see, if your color is like really dark, dark, right? So some of those girls, like the, the Dominicans, the one that's mm-hmm. higher light uh, skin, right? They will have more guys coming after them. But in Africa, the case is different. Like in Nigeria, we don't have white. Yeah. We only have black. Yeah. So I was, though I grew up seeing black. How would I even prefer white? But you have the Igbo. How would I? The Igbo's are right, uh, light skin, right? The Igbo, no. the, the Edo girls. No. I can't really say they're light skin. <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe by Nigerian standard, though. Maybe by Nigerian standard, you can say they're light skin. Highs are fam- my... our family. The Adesuas. Adesuas right? light skin. Am I light skin or black? You're in the middle. Right? And you will see like, Almost everybody from my village are like this. Yeah. And we're not even Igbos. But the Adesuas are light skinned. Adesua? Yeah, okay, I understand she's Edo, but how many Edo people are actually light skinned like Adesua? Yeah. How many Adesuas do we have in Edo? Night, night, At least yeah. you cannot tell me I've not been to Edo State. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up there, I speak the language there, I know a lot of people. So, how uh, many of them can you pick out? Toke is not light. Toke Makinwa is not light skin. You're bugging if you're trying to use Toke as a light skin example. You get bleaches, right? You're bugging. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even bring that up. <laughs> Are you going to bring up Toke Makinwa in this? Uh, she's light skin, I think. She's light skin. I don't, oh, well, know. Right. I don't even know her. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I don't know. I've never met her, so I can't say. No, I, I, she's I, I, a role model. She's a role model. No, you have a lot of role models. <laughs> she has a lot of bad influences in her life. <laughs> well, I feel like whatever you guys have to say about Toke, I give it to her. She's got. She's got a good speech. I like the way. We she don't even have time to talk about smart. people's like people like that and on she's this done podcast. Good for herself. We don't have time for people like that. We don't have time to talk about people like that. I feel like she's done good for herself. So bleaching or not bleaching, it doesn't matter. It's the path that she decided to go with. But every... It's not even about bleaching, guys. Let's talk about this uh, booty shots. And they have booty shots in Africa now? Yes. People are getting fake booties out there. Like, talking like I got fake booty. Okay, you know Are a lot you about ca- her. I don't know this. <laughs> yeah. So, she, I tell you, like, her influence, there's a lot of Tokemaki wine influence in her. 
So it's from that, okay, a girl that bleached, a girl that got uh, ass surgery is her role model. Wow. So you imagine the kind of churches, uh, choices she's making. So I'm sorry if to you're say trying to start, I'm sorry, let me correct Imagine you. an African let girl that did booty, let me correct that did booty job. Let me ashamed of herself. We ha- we're so endowed in Africa. We don't need you. that. Let me correct you. We don't have flat let flats. Let me correct you. I need a statement to make. <laughs> I don't have a role model. Oh man, yes. come on, Grave. I do not. Grave Union is your role. mom. No, she's my mom. She's, she's literally she's your my mom. mom. She's not my role model because you know what? She's human. Every mom's a role model. She's to human. Their Even my mom is not my role model. Nobody's my role model. She's human. What happens when she stops being perfect? Will she stop being my role model? Nobody's my role model. She already stopped being perfect. perfect long ago. No, nobody's perfect. <laughs> don't even ask me my opinion about her because I don't give a fuck about it. Nobody's you. perfect, so nobody's my role model. Please, I don't have a role model. I'm, I'm, I just want us to talk about the body shots. Okay, so okay, yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday I was at the That's mall. That's kind of new. <laughs> yeah, yesterday I was at the mall. I was doing a little shopping. And then I went to a sports shop. And then this 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 girl asked me, uh, sorry, madam. This Thai girl. Is that yours? I'm like, what's mine? I was wearing a dress. Is that your real ass? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised if that that is coming from Thai girl. So. I'm like, yes. Are you sure? You didn't have any surgery. I was shocked. <laughs> surgery. <laughs> no surgery, no booty shots, no nothing. I was like, no, I'm African. This is African breed. I was born like this. No, you're lying. You're lying. If you didn't have surgery, then you do, you're doing a lot of exercise. I'm like, yes, I'm doing a lot of exercise. Fuck out of here with that. I'm doing a lot of exercise. <laughs> Bullshit, you talk. How many times do you so even walk like, out in a so year? So she's like, okay, so what do you do? Please teach me. I'm like, you just need to squat 100 squats every morning. But this is what I'm saying. Like, why? I mean, I feel like it's something new to people. And she, the way she was saying it, it's like she was saying it so excited. Like, she was so excited to see it. So I'm thinking, okay, this girl probably would go and have a booty shot. You get what I'm saying? I feel like the the whole big booty thing is coming out so much these days that even people, even African girls are actually getting Yeah, that is what really gets me confused. Like an African girl. Yes. African girls getting booty shots. They're getting surgery. There's a lot of Western influence going on in Africa. Yes. Man. There's like, a lot I, of I mean like, African so girls. who, 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 who are to blame for that? The guys again? Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck with that. <laughs> Especially Nigerian guys, Nigerian guys. The the thing, I know that everything with big booty. I know that everything in Africa rolls through Nigerian guys anyway. So huh? what? everything in Nigeria revolves around Nigerian guys anyway. But a lot of honestly, a lot of Nigerian guys have met. They prefer white, light skin with big booty. So you no way. Like you still don't get it, right? Like m- maybe the Nigerian that travels abroad. Not the Nigerian that has, uh, that are in Nigeria. Yeah. That, dude, I grew up around black women. I think I've been more with light-skinned women than... I don't think I've been with more than two black, black women. Or three, yeah. Here. Three. Here, here maybe no, one here. or two. Here. Home one. Here? So... I don't know. Maybe... It's no, like no. a lot of the women I've been with, 10% or 5% are black, black. 
No, so others are like light skin, white, nah, brown. I, no, like since I I've don't been, know. Since I've been here, I've been, preference. With, I've been with a lot of girls than I've been back home, right? So the percentage is already already changing, but it should be like yeah. 60, 40. Because I did tell the But lot even of girls back, back home, home like the, maybe one black, black oh, girl. I've yeah. always been with light skinned Nigerian oh, women. No, I don't like then. the light skinned ones. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it, it all comes down to the last Nigerians. Right? I don't like the last Nigerians I because why? And the thing know. is, you know, the yeah, thing is for me, right? I didn't see these as anything. You know, I just end up with anybody I just find to be attractive. I think it took me until last year or two years ago to know, right? To now be like, okay, wait a minute. I think I've been. I've usually been with with the girls that are light skinned You know. Then I started to look at, okay, wait, look at the numbers. And I'd be like, oh, wow. So then definitely, okay, it seems I like more light-skinned women. Uh, than, so that's, just, I wasn't paying yeah, attention until like, a year or just, two ago. You just wake up and find yourself in a closet on your whole family. Well, yeah, I was like, okay, subconsciously, time. these are the choices I've been making. <laughs> and it's following the same path and the same habit. For me, I feel like growing up, uh, I've only dated light-skinned. And I would, ne- I swore. I would never date a dark-skinned man. So why are and you then, now blaming men for bleaching? Look at that. Then, see the hypocrisy? No, no, no listen. You and see? Then, and then I grew up. <laughs> By the time I was 23 or 4, I was like, I'm never going to date a light-skinned guy. Like, I, I'm I'm not attracted to a light-skinned guy. Anyway. Like, it has, he has to be black. Like black, Maybe black, even like jet black. black. <laughs> like, jet, jet black. Like, this phone here. Like, he has to be black. <laughs> You know, that's what I'm attracted to. So I feel like it's just growth and. But nobody's judging you for your choices, right? What, like, yeah. like, like, yeah, oh, right. and, I feel like and nobody's of... saying like men are bleaching because of women who who doesn't like who black. doesn't like black yeah, guys. It's, it's different for men. So, but then it's easier to be, blame men for everything that goes wrong in the society. But why are men bleaching? That's, why would not bleaching? <laughs> it's it's, it's personal bleaching, choices. I don't know. It's personal choice. Oh, and, and I agree and, with yeah, you on that I, argument. I, I know what, right? Most of the men will tell you they're blaking because they think last skin is like girls like last skin guys too. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. I think most of Nigerians, right? Wow. Because what? What else? Why would you bleach? Wow. I who? don't know, though. I don't know. But I feel like um, if there was a percentage, maybe eighty percent of women love dark skin men. Yeah, so I can I, I can say I that. Really, I can say that. I don't really know why they're struggling to be white. Eighty percent of African women, right? Not even African, even white women. Nah, you, you can't say that. Would, nah. No, I'm oh, saying. white. No, you white. You just said eighty percent. Nah, no, you can't use that. You can't even, that straight you can't, up. And again, how many countries? Now, how many countries have you been to that you can now generalize that eighty percent women? And again, like, let me like, let me tell you, let me tell you something about what uh, white women. They are really tricky. Just because they want to fuck black doesn't mean they like black. Okay, but they like black. No, no. They don't want to date black, but they like black. They just want to fuck black. Yeah, but that's because it's because it's of sexual of like fantasy. Sexual fantasy, yeah. There's it's what not is about the build up. My ex girlfriend used to tell me like, not, so uh, yeah, oh uh, yeah. See, she always like when she hear Thai people talk about black guy, they always think like the their dick is this long. Yeah, and she cannot even fit into her pussy and shit like that. You know, you know, one thing is that there's so they, been cases they want to experiment. Yeah, it's a sexual fantasy. There's been lots of white women who've had sex with black people and go back and report them for rape. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah, there are no rape like cases, yeah. but there are cases that have been proven to be untrue, that there was consensual sex 
where the white women now turn back and be like, oh, the black guy raped me. Herp. Most yeah. recently in Thailand here, yeah, where a white issues, British two, guy like girl accused a French black guy of raping her. Why all evidence is proved that there was no rape. Even her friends said there was no there was no sign of rape that it was consensual sex. So imagine that. So for you to use that number 80%, nah. 80%. At least for us African 80% men. 80% of the girls I know. At, yeah, you yeah, can say that, that. that might be right. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely yeah. right. Because that's anecdotal evidence, personal yeah. evidence of people you've been with. Because at least for being a black man, we know the struggle. Yeah, it's it's so you can't tell our struggle. It's right out here. It's, it's just real, like when real. you're talking about self, low self esteem. <laughs> you got struggles. Oh, what? They don't know. <laughs> you got struggles. They don't know. I have to tell you though. <laughs> no, we need to hear the struggles. <laughs> the struggle is real. We need to hear it. Oh, come on, man! No, no, no! Nah. If, like sometimes we play, we make a joke about this. Like if I happens to be white in mm-hmm. this country, right? Mm-hmm. I would have have. Thousands, thousands of numbers like you have check, check, past like women. Uh, women, yeah. Mm. I used to like back in Bangkok University, right? There's this white guy, super ugly. Mm-hmm. He is really, really ugly, ugly, like super, super ugly, right? But he's they, white. Yeah, but he came to school all the time. I was like, yo, I just fucked that girl. This girl already check. I was like, dude, how do you do it? Wow. Because so, he's white. Yeah, because he's white. But you know, um, Asian. But that would never make me bleach my skin, though. <laughs> Asian women love white men, and white men love Asian women. Yeah, there, yeah. there's a connection there, yeah. because one thing is, Asian women feel have the inferiority complex to white so people. white people, yeah. White people feel like Asian women are subservient. Yeah, that's the same word an American guy told me. I've always known that. Same word an American, an old American guy in my house, in my condo told me. That Asian women are subservient to white men. Mm. That's why white men, even when they've married and divorced, they will over always there, come here. They will to, always come yeah, here and remarry or yeah. have a Thai girlfriend. Yeah. So it works. It's more like the oppressor and the oppressee. So it's then it becomes like a case of um, let's say Stockholm syndrome, where this guy's your oppressor, and as long as you're happy anyway, yeah, so yeah, everybody's you know, good. Everybody's In good. Thailand, it's sabai sabai. As long as you're happy, I'm happy. No problem. No problem. So that's how the connection works for Asian women but us and white black, people. But us black is totally different. Yeah, it's but, more and like... They, they will use this excuse like they don't grow up seeing black. Yeah. Bitch, you see Issa all the time. There are people like who are tan skin or almost black in Thailand. There are even yeah. Thai people that are blacker than me. That me. <laughs> if, you, you know, if you go to India, Singapore... Malaysia. Are, yeah, Malaysia. There are... Black, there are black people there who are darker than me. In the only difference is like they have straight hair. Yeah, it's only the texture of your hair that's different. That you can tell, okay, these people are not black. But then this is Asia, right? Racism is on the rise or it's back. So whatever it is. So there are still people who are blacker than us. There are a lot of ties who you are whiter than, who you are lighter than. Yeah. Yeah. When you go down to Isan. So and I kind of understand it's the socioeconomic conditioning where a lot of these people are farmers. They spend most of their time, time in the in sun. sun. Yeah. So they've grown from tan to even black. black. That, so it has to do with socioeconomic ladder and, and level. So yeah. So what else do we have on the on the list? What well, we I guess about? that's it. We've had like an hour, an 25 hour minutes yeah. of banting and ranting. and Really just that it... Well, you don't regret not asking me any questions. 
Oh, you really want me to ask questions? <laughs> the same person who didn't want to talk about uh, about Velvet Couch podcast and shit. I'm ready for you. She's ready for the Velvet talk. Uh, let's have the talk. So, I'm ready for you. did you guys get to publish any episode of the podcast? Because I knew you guys recorded. We did one. You recorded so one. So was it episode. published? It was, but I think we took it down. Why? Because we had we had no like we didn't have more content, so why post just one episode? Girls, hot. But then, but how do you put... gossip all the time? Why? But, I, you but at the same time, I think that's we already too much. Because we didn't have time to record. But I think having Everybody four girls on the ways. same podcast as a co-host, I think that's already too much. I mean, dude, shit, it can work out. We just didn't have time. Okay, one was going to work somewhere else, and the other one was too busy, and I'm. Busy, like we were just didn't have time. Like we didn't get time to think. Yeah, I think why did you come up with that guys, idea before? I, I think one of okay. the things is that we came yeah. up with the idea. We wanted to do it. It was gonna work, but then in the middle of the whole thing, one person, one of the girls, got assigned to uh, a different province to, or yeah, region. Yes, yeah, to a different region. And then this other one was doing, um, was traveling like the whole country. And then it's, it was just messy. So we were like, oh, we can't do it. And I think one of the things, one, women can talk a lot. A lot, yeah. Two, There's four girls have a lot of content. That's a lot of that content lot of within four about, girls. Yeah. So I think one thing you guys could have done is have one day, probably in two weeks or one day in a month, to record, record like four, four sessions. Episodes, yeah. You have a lot so of for four episodes, you, you have just, content for one already, month. Yeah, I already have one. Okay, maybe you just month. cut just it down upload. to, okay, 30 minutes, 30 minutes for each yeah. episode. So you record for two hours, you have four episodes. Yeah, you just, you just put like that. it there. That's what most people do. Two hours is even not enough for four girls to, to talk, to gist. You can, you can like, talk for like seven hours. Like. You girls are working content, man. <laughs> girls are working content, basically. <laughs> have a That's lot if you really about, want yeah. to like talk and be open you to, to uh, your fans and to your listeners. And, and a lot of girls can relate to that. There's yeah, exactly. Everything you talk about, there's girls out there that can relate to it. Unlike you guys. You really have a lot to say about us, huh? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know your folks. I don't know. I just know you. I just say, Karen, about, I don't know. about girls? I've been with girls. I, I'm fucking 29 years old. I'm t- 29 years old, so I've been with girls. So why would I have enough to say about girls? Uh, that's three so, decades of experience. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, you're given a chance to ask me a question. Nah, what? I'm not trying to do you dirty. <laughs> scared. You are our princess. Princess of uh, Zanzibar. No, of Tanzania, please. The whole Tanzania? Yes. So, at what, what, how old were you when you started dating? How old was I? Because, why am I asking this? Because, you said earlier you were dating light skin before you turned 23. Then your yeah. preference changed. So I'm just like, okay, how long were you? How old were you when you started dating these light skin niggas? I started dating when I finished high school. I, know it's I was like 18 years old. Yeah, I would say that. That was like 2007. And the first guy I ever dated was light skin. He was half British. South African. So you started dating like you didn't write letters in high school. Wow. No. Ah, uh, no. What? You don't. You don't go through the. What process. kind of high schools did you go to? <laughs> you didn't write you, letters. You, you skip. You skip a whole process. 
No, I just no, went straight no. into dating. No, okay. You don't have imaginary boyfriend? Like, I like this guy. Uh, this guy. No, the thing is... Uh, I, no, no, no. The thing is, I did my uh, year one and year two. And then I was transferred to a girls... Was it girls only school? No, no, no. To, actually, it was a mixed school. But I was just not interested at that time. Like, I knew I was there to study. And my mom was like, yo. The first time she took me to that school, she's like... It was literally a punishment because it was a boarding school. And I hated boarding school because I grew up, like, from grade one, I was in boarding school. And it was not even in my country. So I hated it. Tell us your boarding school stories. Because there are lots of boarding school stories out there, especially in Nigeria. Wow. And even for all girls' school, there are a lot of nasty shit out there, like... Fuck the wig of this trust, type of trust shit. Trust me, that, that boarding school, whoever came up with that boarding school idea, that I don't know, man. Terrible, especially, man. Especially Imagine the letting girls. guys, that is like most of guys in boarding school, that is how guests are in Nigeria. Yeah, even the les- lesbian, whatever. Yeah. It started with girls only school. Yeah, tell us about it. Because I know there must be a lot of that shit I've around never, where you. I've never been to girls only, but I've been to boarding school since I was in grade one. Yeah. So how's it like? It was hard. I used to cry every day, though my school was amazing. Like, we would get, like, the best breakfast, <laughs> which is my oh, okay. favorite part of the meal. We had, like, the best breakfast. Uh, we had school trips where we would go to different places. We had games every weekend. We had people coming to do our hair every weekend. Like, wow. it was a dope school, yeah. We had movie nights. We had great food, great everything, but... I feel like it was different when I came back to my country. The boarding schools in my country are just horrible, honestly. So the one that I went to, first, they were beating. You had strokes. If you miss a class, strokes. If you don't pass a test, strokes. So it was hard. The food is horrible. (laughs) The food is horrible. Like... Boiled beans with no spice or whatever. Oh, like, God. That's just, just, that just, that just, that just Nigerian horrible, horrible, uh, horrible. school for you. Yes. Same so thing. for me, it was like, no, 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 no. So for me, I was just there like, okay, I'm here to study and just study. And I didn't see... I had this mentality that... I, I've always had this mentality, even towards uni. I was like, I will never date someone in the same school or the same class. So for me, basically, I was just there to study. So that's why I didn't date... And I thank God for my mom for taking me to boarding school. And nobody wrote you a letter? I had so many letters. So many letters. (laughs) So you didn't write back? No. So you're one of those bitches that doesn't write back. (laughs) I was pretty ignorant. (laughs) On behalf of those niggas, I want to tell you, fuck you. Okay. you know what? And you know what? They used to call me the queen of attitude. I had so much attitude attitude, in school. Like, I had so much... Like, you can't even speak to me. I'll be like, yo... You know, like that. So, I'll be like, I didn't speak to anyone unless I know you, unless I'm used to you. So, I didn't give guys any chance to actually come to me. But I would get letters, you know, like those letters that would just be pushed to your desk every morning or whatever. And I was just like, ah, whatever. You and just I, read it and never replied. Ah, I just used to read it. I was like, nah, it's not, not good. It's going to come out of this. I'm here to study oh, and that's man. it. So the first time... I always thought the postman <laughs> never delivered my letter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It was not worth it. The letter it. was delivered, but you didn't want to write back. It wasn't worth it. And I, be, I didn't believe it. Those high school sweetheart kind of shit. It's just like, uh, yeah. No. High, school, yeah. high school sweetheart is good. We were old kids. I was like, yeah, whatever. So after school now, 
when you're like there's this gap where you're waiting to go to college that's when now i met this guy so that was literally my first guy when i was like 18 years old i don't know why people think that i was too late to date so what are your sexual fantasies <laughs> you actually you, you said I should ask you. Yeah, let's 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 get out of the real shit, man. Be a little specific on this one. No, your sexual fantasies, the things you've done, the things you wish you want to do, the things. Oh my god, you're so silly. How are you gonna put me a blast about this one? Yeah, nah, it's your experience. Just put it wow. out there. It's okay. Your mom knows. Your mom not gonna listen to this episode. <laughs> you know, like, Junior. Right? Maybe your future like... husband is gonna. <laughs> I feel like I haven't, I haven't done the most, so I'm yet to find out what's out there in the sexual world. Oh, you're still learning. I'm still learning. I'm still a student. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> imagine, imagine you saying you haven't done much, man. I haven't done much. I'm still I learning. don't believe that. I'm saving shit. it for my future husband. Oh, if you're out there listening to this, <laughs> I'm waiting for you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Uh, are you really turning this podcast to a dating site for real yes please yes yes niggas if you're listening to this your girl is ready for you you're nasty you're nasty nasty I'm gonna let you mess up that girl's life because your wife is right here wow (laughs) oh man she's ready for you niggas are you listening she's ready for you she's ready for you but well, just give them a tip, though. For, like, for what? Like your fantasies. No. no. I mean, like, sure, they would know exactly. You know, one of the things that I've always to prepare them. You know, one of the things I've always fantasized about doing was having a threesome. You know, like I've heard people share experiences and whatnot, and I later did that. I did that last year. Yeah, I had a threesome last year. Was it last year or this year? I can't remember. I got one this but year. But one thing I'll say is that. Oh wow! You know, I've kind of felt disappointed. That I I look forward to this for a long time, and then I just it just feels like much, right? there's nothing to it. Like I felt so disappointed that but, yeah, you know the thing is like most you of had the, it? most of yeah, the tra- it's mo- not something I'll tell anyone to look up to. Most like, of most of the trace, most of the trace some I had in this country is like uh, I'm doing this. The other one is not even involving. So after yeah. I finish this, I want involvement. I want full yeah. participation. I want. It a process whereby like that is why I always fantasize. I want to date two lesbian friends, like if yeah. two lesbians. They're, yeah. But two lesbians, they're doing each other. I want to be the third person there in the room. Yeah, but so that I will have mm-hmm. when I'm doing this, I know she's doing her. So when I'm doing her, I know she's doing. Her. I want to have like a loop, keep but going. So. One advice I was given to never have a threesome with one person. Why? Because apparently she might uh, he might like the yeah. other girl. Oh. He might like the other girl. Yeah, he might like... And I am not about to risk that. So there's this Twitter post I came across that says, there's no proof anywhere that moralistic celibacy earns you a happy marriage. A lot of people are going to be disappointed. So do you guys believe in celibacy? Fuck no. Fuck no. I'm a horny whore. (laughs) I'm a fucking horny whore. That was too loud. Yeah. That was too loud. It is what it is. Like... I'm an adult. Fuck that shit. <laughs> okay, so if you met a girl right now that you like and she wanted to you guys to be celibates, would you? Fuck out of here. Okay. Fuck out of here. I don't know. You haven't been listening to this our podcast, right? What about you? You. 
You're talking to the wrong people when you talk about celibacy, man. No Look way. at Linda Ikeji that scammed people with celibacy when she when she popped up. She popped up with like seven months old pregnancy. Old pregnancy. After she's deceived a lot of people. So to what gain does celibacy actually nah, come to? I'm not down for that. No, I'm just asking if you guys believe it. Because there are people who at the end of the day, when they get into a marriage, they started to have sexual problems. Yeah. So what happens if you're not really explored this path with each Enough, other? Yeah. So that that's definitely one thing you're not looking at. Because then the divorcing each other is not an option. And if you ended up divorcing, so now what's the point of the whole celibacy at the end of the day? That's definitely a thing that could have been avoided in the first place if there were consen- consensual sex. I feel like the whole celibacy thing is just a whole... It's a disappointment, especially when you come to have sex with someone on the first day when you guys are actually married and you feel like I these mean, like, people... This person is not actually getting you there. What do you do? Do you guys get a divorce? See, the point is... I have totally different mindset when, when it comes to the whole thing, right? Mm. I might fall in love with you mm-hmm. for the first night. So it, don't, it doesn't really matter, right? Okay, you might fall in love with a girl the first day, the first night you have sex. Yes. Okay. I don't have period. Like, that is who I am. I don't have period. Okay. And if you're trying to delay that, okay. I might be with you for a month and not even having it, like not enjoying yeah. it. So imagine getting married to someone I've never tested. Yeah. I don't know. It's not it's not gonna work. Okay, so that I doesn't have, work with me. I have one question for you. I don't even like girls trying to delay my fucking I don't want to go through a process. You know, it's like right now there's no not November. I don't know how many yeah, I, times I've knotted this more like I busted my November. <laughs> like, I busted not busted bro. Through the November. Okay, I have a question for you guys. Um, can you describe a wife material? A wife material? Mm-hmm. I'll let what? you go first. Yeah, just give me peace. Mm, no, just describe. I mean, give me peace of my rest of my That's all I need. That's your wife material. Yeah. Okay, if you like, okay, this is what I'm saying. A girl you've met the first time. I like you. How do you know? This is a wife material. How can you determine a wife material for the can. first time? Some guys can. They say, ah, she's a wife material. Ah, Mate, first not. of all, first of all, so I don't even do give know? a shit if mm. he knows how to cook because I can cook for myself. Okay. Food, no, like, knowing how to cook is out of it because I was I was you taught right. Okay. I was brought up right. So, okay. cooking is out of it. Yes, right? And I love cooking mm-hmm. if I'm in the mood. Right? Mm-hmm. So, forget about that. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. If I'm not lazy... I do my choir myself. I do everything by myself, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. what I want from you is don't be jealous and this really. Mm-hmm. Don't do. I don't want to. I don't want to shout. I don't want to scream. I don't want to mm-hmm. get to this point of like raising my hand that I want to hate you. That's me. That that might that would be the end of it. I don't hate ladies, right? Okay. So what I want is like just be good, okay. be good and give me a rest of my. That's my wife material. That's like that. That's that's what I get from a lot of guys. Andrew. My wife material. I don't know. I don't know, man. Because I just think it's more about a responsible person, a logical person. Because when it comes down to maybe doing house calls and and love these other things, I basically do everything myself. Yeah. So why would I need someone, 
my ideal of of a wife material is not the prototypical African woman that has to take exactly. care of the child. The house, like, have to cook. Cool. If she is, to, yeah. if she is the prototypical African woman, willingly, yes, that, consciously that is a, that herself, is a plus, yeah, then that's a plus. Come on, man, who doesn't want that? That's like a partner. That's a God's yeah. gift or a God's helper to you, because the kind of world where we live now, it's totally different from what our parents had. Like a woman who be with them through the struggle, take care of the kids, even still have a job or a little shop or boutique she takes care of and all of these things. But it's a different world right now for us. So you have to take responsibilities for yourself while your wife also does her own thing. So anything that comes, I don't I, I think when it comes down to humanity or whatnot, I don't have high expectations. I don't I just want a person like... who's reasonable, who's logical. Yeah. It's as simple as Just that. Just like because when I, when I have my mood, when I'm in the in the bad mood, don't stress me. Don't don't try to force me to do what I don't want to do at that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. So just be reasonable and give me a rest of mine. So let me do my thing and you do your thing. Okay, so that's your that wife me. It's not yeah. about how they dress, how they appear, nah. how they speak, or whatever. Like the stereotypical of how Africans portray wife material. Like they would tell you, ah, oh, she's not a wife material because what she. I mean, who are you to tell what is like? Yeah, back in Africa, you have to be able to do certain things. So in my country, you could be... they will tell you, oh, you'll not get a husband because of the way you dress. Wow, that used to be back in the days. Back there are still places yeah. in Nigeria that's the case. Yeah. It's still happening. That, right it's still now. the case. Yeah, it's still the a case lot of places in Nigeria. Like the way you dress is, you know, you go to the churches. Is the, that's it. It yeah. doesn't matter which church in Nigeria. That's the case. Yeah, so that's what they tell us. Like, oh, if you wear this, you won't get a, you won't get a husband. If you do this, you won't get a husband. If you go out all the time, you won't get a husband. If you drink, you like it's a lot of. I mean, like, okay, come to think of it, at this age. Right at this age, I don't know about you, Tony, but most of the time, most of the girls I met met here, it's probably in a club. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm not counting out. Like, I'm not counting that out, right? My 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 future wife, my we might end up meeting in the club. Yeah. It might be in a club because I don't. Where else do I go? Like, yeah. If we don't meet, probably in school somewhere. Mm. Where I play basketball, football. Where else? Like. Yeah. But you'd hear some people say, "Oh, a girl that you made in the club is not a wife." Da, da, da. Like, what? What? How, yeah. What? Okay. What about you material? guys that goes to club? Exactly, are you husband? Exactly. <laughs> That's the question I always ask myself. It's always about the women and not about the men. So men who go to the clubs, you guys are not husband material. No, I've seen I've seen a lot of good girls <laughs> from the club, like very good, good girls, exactly. like really good girls. You just need to take some time off and just go. To well, the club anyway, thank God for Tinder, though. So. <laughs> talk about tinder you know, i need to sign up in that app honestly I've yeah never, man get yourself some d right there i've never been on tinder you have to it's so weird oh, yeah. man. But like, the bad thing is you know my country is like this little village uh-huh whereby if you do something today tomorrow it's gonna be all over the news and it's like everybody knows everybody so i feel like the day i sign up on tinder you're gonna tell your mom the next day, everybody's gonna know I'm on Tinder. I think two, three years ago, right? Uh, that was the case here too. Like, usually you hang out within a very small social circle or a large social circle, depending on your workplace or yeah. your or your school or whatnot, whatever group you belong to. So three, four years ago, when you're on Tinder and someone within your social circle or someone who knows someone 
tells, oh, I saw this person on Tinder. It kind of feels some type of way that nobody wants to talk about it. But now, who gives a fuck? Everybody see everybody on Tinder anyway. Everybody goes to Tinder Everybody is trying to get laid anyway. So, like, I see people I know. Like, people just send me photos of Um, him being on Tinder. People send him photos of me of me being on Tinder. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Everybody is just trying to get laid. And uh, sometimes we always have our Tinder breaks. Yeah. There are times I just go like, like six, six months, months, like fuck that. I, I'm just, I'm just overwhelmed. So how does it work? It works. Yeah, same. People get works. married off Tinder, right? Yeah, people Be- date off of Tinder. People wow. build the relationship out of Tinder. Yeah. Wow. It's just that I understand what you're saying. You see the stage you're talking about now. We passed that stage we two, three not. years ago. So it's we a matter of time that. where. Tanzanians are going to see, okay, it's normal it's for people normal, to meet yeah, through to this medium. Tinder, yeah. Then people are going to become less judgmental of people who are on Tinder as being promiscuous or being slutty or anything like that. Because I know that's how people still view it in places like that. But in Nigeria, Tinder is a scam app. Oh, come on. Where Nigeria's, girls there Nigeria's want to scam you. with everything. They, yeah. Wow. You know, you see a girl who's somewhere in Okokomaiko. Okoko Michael is the slum, like slum, slum, slum. <laughs> Amaka disappoints. Yeah. No, Amaka is probably somewhere in Okoko Michael. And she will tell you <laughs> she's in VI. She's in Le- Leki. Phase two. <laughs> Phase two. And then when you. She's you know, trying to get a Uber. To she's your, trying to. Exactly. To get, to get your Uber to Leki. <laughs> and oh, when you send man. her money for Uber. <laughs> You will not see Amaka. Amaka will give you another format. And when you see Amaka, Amaka is not even up to that. Like the picture on Tinder is totally different from the real life Amaka. So Tinder is for the real scammers in Nigeria. Yeah, man. So if you actually want to date in Nigeria, maybe you slide into girls' DM on Instagram or on Twitter or on Facebook. But using Tinder, nah, nah. it's a scam app in Nigeria. Everybody is trying to scam everybody anyway in Nigeria. I can't so. even trust Nigerian girls. Well, it's kind of why? difficult. It's hard for me. I don't know. And I mean, like now. I feel like it's the. I don't know, cause every guy I I meet, they're like, "Oh, I can't date a Nigerian guy, girl because it's all about the money and stuff like that." So I feel like this mentality you guys have with all other girls that all they want is money, right? I mean, like, come to think of it, right? I think um, the way Nigerian girls are going for the uh, for the money. Mm-hmm. Is the is how we guys built them, mm. because you know a lot of guys we always want to impress girl with money. Mm. They so even it's like not even the girls, yeah, it's even the guys. though even when they know they have a boyfriend, it's like yo, leave your boyfriend. How much does he have money? Oh, so you're the ones who spoiled it's the girls. It's not me. Yeah, some the of the guys. guys is, yeah, the guys, some of the guys spoiled, spoiled the, girls. the girls. So and the guys okay. now believe that no, it's guy responsibility. Okay. So if you really like me and I ask you anything, you. You, you should be able to do it. To do it, yeah. Okay, so it's actually your fault. I'm just giving you another perspective. <laughs> okay. Okay. So but some the, like you're gonna see the, the you're gonna see Nigerian virgins who will be asking you for money though. So wow. who hasn't been with any guy? Probably you'll be the first guy, so she will be asking for money. Wow. Since oh, Nigerians get DNA. You anyway. know, I, I think Nigerian women are very materialistic. Yeah. I think Nigerian women cheat a lot. Data has been there to prove it anyway. <laughs> the data is there like... Yeah, uh, Nigerian girls. The condom yeah. data, Durex data proves one. Then the DNA, DNA da- data also proves that a lot of Nigerian kids does not belong to their parents. To their parents, yeah. Yeah. Niger- and globally, if you even if you check on Google, you'll see how Nigerian women are ranked when it comes to infidelity. 
Mm. Nigerian women cheat a lot. And one of the major reasons for this is financial aggrandizement, like things that they can get, materialism, money, clothes, clothes phones. And, this, yeah. and that also comes down to some of the things we've talked on this podcast when it talks to when it comes down to how status symbol plays a role in relationships where if you don't have an iPhone, you're broke. You're broke. Yeah, I think it's like last two episodes. Yeah. Right? Like it's still one of if you're using an Infinix phone, which is an Android phone, then you don't deserve to be dating or you don't deserve to come. You don't deserve to bust a nut <laughs> because you have to have an iPhone. Back in Nigeria, and no, the no, no girl is going to date me with How this. do you? Exactly. I can't, I can't even find a girlfriend with this one. At all. Yeah, yeah, it's that bad. Because but does, does that really mean and I cannot buy is, iPhone or I can't but or I afford the iPhone? People, phones, cars, they don't define your bank account, honestly. Says the one who has been body shaming, who has been shaming me for using, broke shaming me for using an no, Android it's phone. Just <laughs> it's just preference. Say the one who says the, just look at the hypocrisy that's First that of all, he doesn't, he doesn't like iPhone. No, it's different. He doesn't yeah. like iPhone at no, all. The I, last I, time I oh, used an iPhone I, was oh. 2014. Yeah, I thought, and argument, I end up like, I took the iPhone back. Right? I took the iPhone from you. Yeah. yeah. I don't like iPhone. You don't like iPhone. And the reason I don't use iPhones is because of, downloading music to it. Uh, yeah. That's the reason I don't use iPhones because if I hear a new song and I need to download it, it's within five minutes, I already have it. Yeah, but, but with iPhone, iPhone you have I to have buy to purchase it. through yeah. the I, uh, iTunes stores. So that's the reason I've I don't been, use iPhones. I've been using iPhones since 2006 or 2007 though. Yeah. yeah. I've been using iPhone since so it's the first generation of, of iPhones. Yeah. That was, that was 2000 and what? Because I have music in my phone. So the thing is, I can download know, any song right now and not. But you have to pay for it. No. How do you do that? Yeah, you maybe third party yeah. app or yeah. so maybe jailbreaking so or so many no, other it's things. Not even there's so many apps you can download music for free. Yes. Yeah, there, there are iPhone apps like iTunes. that. You can and it's, we go download. into your iTunes. No, you don't have to go to your iTunes. It's just an app. There's Audio oh, that is Mac. It. There's Audio Mac. There's D Manager. You can just download music. You know, I don't really want to go through all of those processes because personally, iPhone works for me because I can connect it to my Mac, right? Yeah. So it's synchronized. But I just feel like. Oh, no, oh, you don't want to... It's you more don't, about simplicity you don't want me. You don't want to do that. That is how I get busted, right? Oh, yeah, because your chat history and a lot of things... Yeah, automatically, and I give... So, she was watching movie with my Mac, and she just go into my photos. So, and yeah, every goddamn thing. Yeah, so, yeah, you can't do that. So, exactly. <laughs> it's the most dumbest but, shit you can do. But I, but I have a problem, you like, know, with Nigerian women... Both young, both married, and all of that. If you see them on social media blogs, when they talk about a relationship, it's all about money. That's why there's a spike in the rate of money rituals. Yeah, the guys really have. You know, it's something you mentioned. Yeah. It's something you mentioned earlier when you talk about money rituals in in Tanzania. Now it's on the on the high rate in the sense that it's not even older people who are doing money rituals. It's young teenagers. Okay, recently in Wadi. Teenagers just killed a girl for money rituals in Abraka Delta State. Wow. And I used to go there to, to the Abraka okay, University. Imagine a kid who's barely 25 who thinks doing money ritual is the way to, to being wealthy without putting in any form of work. Like, how much hard work can a 25 years old or 23 year old child say they've put into being? 
They've barely been an adult. What? What at that age? What do you want? And a what lot do you, of what a do lot you of the, so much money for a lot of the people you see stunting on Instagram with Gucci, with uh, Prada, with Givenchy, with Louis Vuitton, and a lot of these things. We know the source of their wealth is diabolical. Yeah, but that's what ladies want to see. That's why they have a, uh, a public Instagram page so that ladies can see this and slide into their DMs. Their so DM, I, yeah. I I know. People who who do these things, who I know that the source of their wealth are diabolical. I know them personally that I know like, um, you and I know that this ain't this, real, but yeah. you're stunting, right? Because I feel there's always going to be a repercussion for these things. Always. When you, when you have to go through diabolical means to make money, like going through herbalist or to ritualist and all these people to help you make money and sacrificing things. Do you know in Nigeria... Some of these young guys who make money, right, who are stunting on Instagram, they eat shit for rituals. Literally eat shit. They are hunting for people's shit to eat. Do you know about that? <laughs> that they are waiting. They are trying to find your shit to eat. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Serious. Yeah, that's I know real. this is really graphic. Like yeah. you imagine someone actually eating wow. shit. It's wow. nasty. They are looking for shit to eat. It's so nasty. Wow. So they're looking for toilets. They're looking for shit anywhere that is human just to eat because of money. What? Yeah. yeah. Okay, for those who didn't do like um, killing of people, there yeah, are different forms. There's other options there are. What? Yeah. And for some, it's the number of girls they sleep they with. They sleep with, yeah. So if they sleep with girls, they use their glory. As they said, they use their wealth, their everything their destiny things that are supposed to good things that are supposed to come to those ladies go to them so it's basically an empty body that is working so a girl probably just be struggling paying bills so most of Nigerian cannot save money so most of Nigerian girls right now they are empty barrel at least that's and these guys what they do is they invite girls from especially university girls to parties then they fish for the ones that these things work in. Yeah, and oftentimes when they shark. invite maybe like 50, 100 girls, they discover that maybe 80, 85% of these girls have been used by other guys. Wow. Yeah. That it's that serious. Fuck. That country is but, really uh, yeah, so out of it. As much as I don't want to blame people, it's people who make these choices that I blame. But it's also part of the social conditioning of Nigeria that wealth or is a form of status symbol right yeah where we had this question the last time on this podcast if being wealthy and avarice is part of our culture or is something that gradually morphed into becoming our culture and i think like the church is one of the propagators of this of things, this yeah that you well, have to be wealthy it's, it's like pretty it's prosperity, prosperity gospel, gospel is definitely this, one yeah, of these things everybody want to be rich so it's and, a now, form of, and now if you're not even rich like we that's Oh, living abroad, we even have it even harder. Yeah. Because everybody expects something. That, that it doesn't yeah, really matter rich. if you're a student. No ma- no, nobody cares. The moment they you are outside of the shore of Nigeria, they believe that you're rich. That's why you can travel abroad. But do women also do this? Or is it just men? Women don't do money riches in Nigeria. It's very rare. No. They, they have men why to rely on. Why would women do this when they have women, men to, <laughs> men to rely on? on. Okay. And what does the men do? They take the women to do the yeah. money rituals. It's like it's, then they're able to get more yeah. than women. It's, it's okay, coming so to back say, to okay, women. Like the, when they say the Yahoo boys, is there, is there Yahoo girls? There are. Yeah. There are Yahoo girls who work in partner with Yahoo boys. 
They're basically uh, partners. And they are and they are Yahoo girls who actually scam the Yahoo boys. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a web it's all connected you know it's all interconnected but so you guys, do you th- do I, you think uh we just use another name for slay mamas they're actually yahoo girls yeah oh, small okay. girl big god yeah oh okay. yeah i gotta give it to you nigerians though you're very smart like you're the most like i don't think there's any like in africa yeah nigerians are really smart I gotta give it to you. <laughs> yeah, I think I hear that compliment a lot. But that compliment comes with a it little bit of... Yeah, like, bad connotation. Yeah, yeah, it comes with a little bit and of warning you know that you I guys feel, know how no, no, to no. channel it neg- yeah, negatively. No, I feel yeah. like... This is what this is my take, yeah? I feel like you're book smart and street smart. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Like I'll take that. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're both. Because if you meet an, an educated Nigerian, they're really educated. Like they have their masters, their PhDs, and if you really meet like a street, street smart nigga, it's like, oh, a like proper street they, smart wow, nigga. Just... <laughs> you get it. So I gotta yeah. give it to you guys. You guys are like taking oh, over. But the then world. is the social conditioning anyway, because it's the way the society has conditioned, conditioned you that guys, yeah. you have to go to the extreme. So if you want to to be smart, you gotta be smart, book smart, and even if you're book smart, it's not enough. That's one of the things, reasons why I don't like Lagos. In Lagos, you got to be street smart. Smart, yeah. It you doesn't really matter have to if walk have PhD with a lot of caution. Like, if I walk in, in Lagos, right, I literally have my hands in my pocket. You have to be like... You can get picked any moment. Any moment. And even when you're trying to buy or purchase something, you have to you be can really get cheated careful. any you know, moment. You know it doesn't matter you, where you, you are. You know what happens to me? I don't, I don't know if I've shared these stories on this podcast, right? When I... The last time I traveled back home, 2014, right? So I gave this guy at the airport $100 to change. He counted the money. The money was missing 1,000 1, era. So I gave him back, right, to recounter the money, right, and to confirm, right? Yeah. So he recounted the money. He took 10,000 uh, 10, era out of the money, added the 1,000. Me, I don't count the money again because I told, he already yeah, put it. Yeah. Then by the time I get into the card, I count the money. It was fucking 20,000 era instead of 30,000 30 So What? So you can't go back and claim that. You got scammed. I got totally <laughs> scammed. Okay, let I, me, you, I haven't heard the story, right? I have never heard I this. I was boiling. And he's a Lagosian. He grew up in Dude, Lagos. I was like, fuck, this guy just used this simple, the basic, simplest basic basic. Trick. For me, wow. every Lagosian basically knows that. Wow. Okay, let me tell he you. He intentionally one of the took most... one as out of it, so wow. I would give him the money to back. recount, and, and he, he knows ten thousand out of it, and he knows the moment you return that money back, I'm you won't counting. count. Oh wow. Yeah, it be it's just normal like muscle memory that okay, if this happens to me, this is how I react. Dude, so I he knows he's not going to count like, again wow, the second wait. time. That's like, that fuck, like, not okay, me. Right. This shouldn't be happening to me. Okay, let me tell you one of the oldest tricks when it comes to technology purchase in Lagos. This is an iPhone, right? You go into the store. You want to purchase this iPhone. They show it to you. You press it. It's working. They'll tell you, bring money. Let me go and pack this iPhone into the box and give it to you. <laughs> By the time they give it, go back to pack it. You know what they pack? Fufu. So, they pack fufu, <laughs> semo, <laughs> in the box for you. I'm not kidding. Oh, wow. Thousands of people have been scammed this way. I know people personally who fall into this scam many times. And they still go. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, the moment you get back home, feeling happy that you bought a phone, and when you bring it out, it's fufu. 
And you can't go back there and claim anything. What do you want to claim? Nothing. Well, I know people in Tanzania do that, but not in actual, like, legit shops. Like, they do that on the street. Like, uh, you meet someone in the street. They do, that oh, be all right. they do in shops in Nigeria. Because, oh, you know, wow. the way the shops are, right? There are boxes in the show, show glasses, right? So, once they show you everything, then they'll go back to the back of the counter to bring out the box so that they can pull the phone. Yeah, really That's so smart about it. Yeah. So, why don't, so they they report, stores. why don't they report the stores? Who so cares? Who? <laughs> because the uh, good what's luck. the police going to do? They'll tell you they gave you a phone. Fun. That you saw when they gave you a phone. And you left you left the store with a box that is, the phone is inside. Okay, why don't people just how are you going to tell the po- how are you going to tell the police that you left the this store? This is one thing I don't understand. It's either they've been jujued, they don't even no, it's what not. You know a lot no, of it's, no. There's a lot of things that happens to, so happens in Lagos that you right? subconsciously See, would not care about. See, there's a lot of things that happens in Lagos that has nothing to do with juju. Yes. But how don't you cross check what if you've, you've, you've no you've, because you've normally you have already they've already given you a phone. You've checked that the phone is really everything. And they go to just pack it in a box and give it to you. And normally, that's what every shop do, does, right? They yeah. put it in the, sh- in the pack and they just put it in the, in the bag for you. And you just go. Who, who opens it again? Nobody. You don't Nobody have time. You have to that. wait till you get home. You just because get home and then you when, charge. Even, and... when, even when you get into a box, you, you, you'll be and extremely is, careful. You don't want they give you a good someone deal. to take the, the, they the, give the you phone. A good deal if, the phone, if the phone goes for like maybe $200, They'll give you for like 180, 190. Yeah. So you're already thinking, oh, yeah, I this just is good, made yeah. a good deal, like twenty dollar difference or ten dollar difference. And again, you don't you want get at other stores. Like new phone, you don't want your new phone to be snatched around. Yeah, like in and the in Lagos itself, like, you don't want to, to be... just go around with that because it can have... get snatched. That's why I say I don't like Lagos. I'm not a Lagosian. <laughs> I don't like going there. Like I only go there when I want to fly out or when I'm coming in because you, I have to walk walk around with a lot of extra caution. Like you enter a public bus, you can get robbed. That you have like to you in have, public, like you a have, public like, bus, everybody will get robbed. Because if I use if I use yeah, the bus, I always have this the back of my head. That also happens. This might be one chance. Y- yeah, you have to be it's like you, it's called one chance. Yeah. So one when chance. I'm sitting right, when I'm sitting, I'm not sitting be, uh, at the extreme end where I cannot like find my way out. I'm just sitting in front where I can just open the door and just like bounce or sitting yeah. close to the conductor. If anything happens, I'm pushing the hell out of you. I'm leaving. But it also happens a lot in my country, yeah, in public buses. People get, oh, okay. yeah, people get uh, robbed a lot, especially phones. Yeah. yeah. And guess, guess what these guys are doing now in Nigeria? They actually walk around with POS. Yes. Yabo. Uh, Yabo was robbed last year. She was going to work around five am around the keja computer village yeah. very popular in lagos where they sell all the electronic gadgets they got robbed they took her atm card in her presence they asked her to swipe it in the pos wow they swiped the whole money in her account she just received her salary of seventy thousand naira. which is how much in dollars seventy thousand is like two hundred dollars she's a dentist they swiped everything. They asked her to punch the code. So now, and I, I was feeling like, wow, wow that's so easy to that trace. That's easy. That, oh, whoever issued that POS, whatever yeah. bank issued that POS, it should be easy to trace. You go back but to your Nigerians bank. Nigerians not going to If you go like... to your bank, right, that 
oh, I got robbed and they swiped this amount, the bank should be able to trace which bank, bank yeah. owns the POS. The transaction no ID you know is what? there. You know what happened? Do you know which bank? She uses Zenith Bank. Yeah. Do you know which bank owns the POS? Which bank? Zenith fucking bank. Ooh. The same bank that owns her bank account is the same bank that owns, owns the POS. The so it should be easy to trace. The owner. They asked her to get a police report. She got a police report. That was the end of the case. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Did she get her money back? Hell no. no. That was the end How of the case. That no. the story is over. The story is over. <laughs> No money, no robbers walking around with fucking POS issued by a bank. I was, I was shocked. Wow. So the police can't issue the case. The bank asked for police report. She that got the she police report. She got the police oh. report. She submitted the police report to the bank, and the bank never, never do it. The anything. bank, since the bank oh, owns that POS, the, the bank should be able to know the transaction, mm. which account that POS is mm-hmm. linked to. Because basically that money goes, yeah, it goes to her account. Yeah. Right? It goes to an account. Yeah. So it's easy for the bank to do that. So the bank is working with the thieves. I don't let's, know. Let let guess so. I don't know. Yeah. This next, but like, that's like, fucking Nigeria edit, for edit, you. Edit, 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 you know, the moment she told me, oh, it was a POS that she was right, I was like, oh, how? This, how? That's dumb. This? I was thinking like, that's dumb. That's easy to trace. But Nigeria is Nigeria and Nigeria happened. Nigeria is I Nigeria. Nigeria for you, man. <laughs> I think we have to end of this note. Yeah, man. Already two hours in. Nigeria is Nigeria. Wow. Wow. Well, I guess I'm not coming to Nigeria. What place? <laughs> if you're coming, you have to be careful. I changed my mind. I'm not coming to Nigeria anymore. It's okay. You still can come to Nigeria. Nigeria is a good country anyway. So, no. On this note... With that well, being said... It's been, it's been a good episode hanging with hours. the Tanzanian yeah. princess. It started slow, but... <laughs> It was good. I'm glad you remember Tanzanian princess. He's a Nigerian prince too. But that carries another bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that carries a bad connotation. And anyways, I don't I don't want to be referred as a Nigerian prince. Of which kingdom? Oh no, you don't want to be a Nigerian prince. You don't prince, want to know please. what the Nigerian prince <laughs> of which kingdom connotation means. Oh, you know. Because everybody's a Nigerian prince nowadays. Really? Mm-hmm. Women were all that's, right. That's how gr- that's how guys get girls. Apparently, that's what I heard. Oh, Nigeria, Nigeria yeah, apparently that's kingdom. true though. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Nigeria true. Have a lot of kingdoms though. Because I, I remember a royal family, and you're like, oh. Because okay. I remember a German girl once told me every Nigerian is a prince anyway. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot like, of kingdoms. Yeah, I was like, oh, come from. Wait, I'm I'm not I'm Joe. I don't go around lying about being prince or whatever. I, I lie about. I don't being, even talk about you know, my I, heritage or anything. My family. I say I'm I'm the king. I'm a king. Mufasa. <laughs> so which kingdom, my friend? You don't of want to Wakanda. Know Wakanda. Very close to you, though. Not far from your place. <laughs> Guys, girls out there, if you're listening, we are with the prince of... Zamunda. Zamunda. <laughs> Nigeria. So if you girls want to scoop yourself a prince. Oh, well. well I, if this will get me a Tanzania girlfriend, I'm all down for it. <laughs> I am a king. Oh, trust me, it will get you a Tanzanian girl. I, I, you should give them my ID. We love, we love royalty. We love royalty. Yo, I, I'm a king. <laughs> I'm not a prince, but You're a, king. a king. Yes. Yeah, that will get you even better, girls. Yes. I'll, yeah, I'll for like whatever it works, it's time to head out, man. Ah, uh, man. Thank you so much for uh for stopping by. 
Thank yeah, you guys. thank uh-huh. you guys for listening. Uh, and I hope you enjoy BKK. Yep. And uh, next time you come in, tell the Tazana g- girls I have two rooms <laughs> empty. <laughs> <laughs> for those whose parents have been telling to bring a man home. I'm ready. I'm all down. The rings are ready. <laughs> Okay, so you bought the rings already. Yeah, because I go around on my neck. Just waiting for Princess Charming, man. I go around wearing those rings on my neck. Oh, wow. Can't be anywhere. Okay, okay. You see? You're all set. Ready and go. Now, the wedding location is already booked. We just need to Just in case. A Tanzanian princess. Yeah, we just have to fly her over here to Thailand. You know where the wedding is going to be. Everywhere. Oh, 